I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We'll make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. It is The Real Brian Show. Mad Flow Wednesday. Hump Day Interview Wednesday, you know, it's up to you, whatever you want to call it. You know, I hear a lot of people saying that they want more in their life. More time, more money, more joy, peace, contentment, happiness. I mean, you know, you name it. It's kind of a big deal, right? And I think at one time or another, we've been there or we may even be there right now. We want a solution. We want a way out. Today, I've got an incredible person joining me here on The Real Brian Show, Cardiff D. Hall. Cardiff has an extremely powerful story to share with us, story of tragedy, loss, pain, but he also has an amazing story of victory and success due to taking action in a way that was so simple, not easy, mind you, but simple, something that you can do too, something I can do. We can all do it. Cardiff will be sharing tips, hacks, wisdom, and encouragement for us all today. Let's rock it. I am The Real Brian, and I just want to say thank you so much for joining me here today. I'm excited. I love doing these these episodes, you know, because I love, first of all, I just love chatting with people because I'm a talker. I'm an extrovert. I have fun. <laughs> oh, I know you're like, yeah, duh, duh. Shut up, man. Just shut up. No, really, though, I enjoy it. And I just want to say that it is always such a treat to sit down with people and hear their story and ask them questions. I learned so much personally. Uh, and it's great because I've, I've been hearing some great feedback from you and you're saying, man, I, I'm learning a lot too. This is incredible. Thank you for having these guests on. So, hey, thanks for listening. And I hope you get something out of the show today. By the way, if you have not yet joined the Real Brian Show community Facebook group, by the way, we need a name. I'm still looking for a name here. I've gotten some good suggestions uh, and, I, and I like all the suggestions I've gotten so far, by the way. I want to say thank you for those. But I haven't landed on the right thing yet. You know, it's like, it's good, but it's not right. And I I will know it when we find it. I've been kind of like, you know, leaning towards something a little more, uh, I don't know, kind of nerdy, but yet at the same time, something that makes sense, like the collective, you know, I mean, something like that. Uh, I don't know, the alliance, the resistance, but, you know, maybe something a little more unique. But anyway, that's kind of where I'm at today. But I would love to hear from you on Facebook if you'd like to get in touch with me and join the community. We do have a Facebook group over there. Of course, the links are in the show notes and on the website as well, but it's simply facebook.com slash groups, plural, by the way, slash real Brian show. Very simple. If you'd like to join, come on in. Let's chat. Let's have fun. That's where the conversation can happen in between episodes. That's the good stuff. But you can join me on, on uh, social media if you want. You know, I someday I need to talk about this because I haven't been as happy with Twitter lately. I mean, Twitter can be nice because that's where I've I've gotten good contact with people that I probably wouldn't have otherwise. But I feel like after that, it's like, okay, let's let's move over to Facebook or Messenger or <laughs> Skype. I don't know. Let's just you know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I don't tend to use Twitter as much. Uh, but like I said, I, I'm on it and I pay attention. So if you contact me there, I'll get it. And I usually well, I will respond unless it's like spam or something. 
Um, but other than that, yeah, I kind of like getting, you know, more in that Facebook group sort of setting. It's just more fun that way. But let's talk with Cardiff. Cardiff D. Hall. He is an inspirational author, speaker, coach who has a burning passion for life. He helps individuals transform their self-being so that they can reach and sustain achievements, bringing more joy and fulfillment in their journey of life. Cardiff's first book just came out of January of this year, 2017. Tide Turners is what it's called. Fantastic. Very excited about that. But this experience goes way back long before that. But I'm, I'm proud of him for getting this book out. And I know he's got a lot to share. So let's let's rock it. Cardiff, welcome to The Real Brian Show. It is great to be here, Brian. Great to be in The Real Brian Show. Oh, thanks for, you know, I appreciate your time. Thanks for being on and, and reaching out too. And that was that was really cool. I read this review on iTunes and I'm going, who, who is this? I don't know. This is cool. But I used to have a dog <laughs> named Tide. This is yeah. awesome. And, uh, <laughs> and then you wrote me and said, hey, I left you a review and blah, blah, blah. And oh, right. it was perfect. I love that your dog was named Tide, first of all, <laughs> because it goes along with my book. But I had, uh, you said your dog passed away. My dog passed away as well. So it it just brings back those memories when you talked about your dog and I'm like, oh, man, I miss my dog so much. Yeah. But it, it is great to be here, man. It, you, your show is rocking. Love the format and um, what you're producing. I appreciate that. You know, I tell you what, it's always a risk doing a format like I'm doing because, uh, you know, everyone's like, you got a niche. You got a niche till it hurts. And I thought, you know. <laughs> I am. But then again, too, you know, I think there's a lot of us out there who really do have quite a few interests and want something a little bit more broad. It's just, uh, you know, making sure that it, you know, it identifies well, it resonates, and then it's creating valuable content, which that's our challenge, regardless of who we are. (laughs) Right. No, but you grabbed my attention. Uh, I first heard of you on Entrepreneur Decoded. Nice. And I'm like, okay, I got to tune in. Because you had me and I was gravitating. I'm like, I got to check out this this podcast. What, what is this thing? It's funny. It's engaging. It's valuable content. It's inspiring. It's a mix of everything, man. So congratulations. I appreciate that. Thank you. So you've been on Entrepreneur on Fire and yes. uh, you were on Kate's Take too, right? No, not Kate's Take. Oh, you weren't? Okay. Just Fire. Oh, okay. Okay. I, was, I wasn't sure. That's true. She doesn't really have that many guests. So no, that was great because I was, uh, it was funny. I thought oh, we got another connection here going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kate and John are awesome. Just awesome people. I love them. Yeah, they're wonderful. Yeah, I had to have them on as uh, some of my first guests as well because, you know, they've been uh, just a fantastic part of my podcasting community and we got a chance to work together in the past and great people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It. Tell us what yeah. you're doing. Tell me a little bit about your story. I mean, you know, uh, t- yeah. today's conversation, I, I like to hear the story. I like to hear that journey of, you know, yeah. where you were to where you're at today. You know, we'll have to do the Reader's Digest style, of course, uh, because, you know, our, right. our lives are long as we know. Um, uh-huh. There's yep. so much to share, but I'd love to hear that journey. And then I've got some more questions, of course, we'll go into later. But yeah, let's, let's yeah. get started. Tell me about it. Yeah. Well, awesome. Brian. It's a pleasure to be on the show. And my journey is so different today than it was five years ago. And I'll explain that to you, your audience. I'm a father, husband, and I have a seven-year-old. I'm in corporate America. I have a sales job. I travel for a living. So I have a full-time job. And I was very comfortable in my journey five years ago. Extremely comfortable, Brian. You know what? Things just didn't bother me. I I was absorbing a lot of TV. I really wasn't going anywhere with my life. Matter of fact, I didn't hear the word self-development until something happened in my job. So I'll rewind very quickly. But going back to, it's like 2013, 2011, I was on a trip in Maui. I had had won a sales contest. Things were great. I mean, life was awesome. And then two months later, I was fired. 
I went, I went into work. I had no idea this was happening. My wife, the night before she said, you need to take a look at our account because there is a large deposit in the account. And I began to think, Brian, what, you know, it's not bonus time. It's just, why would they do this? It must be a mistake. Yeah. I walk in the office, I see my manager, I see someone from HR, and these are people who had flown into the city where I oh, live. Gosh. And I knew something was going on. Yeah, after flying in. <laughs> I remember this today. I sit down, a paper is slid across the table to me to where they're sitting, and they basically say, you need to sign this document. Today is your last day of employment. Matter of fact, you need to pack up your office in 15 minutes so I can take you home. Whoa. I was just in Maui on the company, on a sales trip, I've, and I was doing some amazing things, and I found myself, I, I, I had to just, I just assigned it, I walked out, I remember heading downstairs, and I'm walking, I'm just walking around downtown Minneapolis, and I, and, and literally tears are just in my eyes, and, and I'm thinking, why, why now, why did, I didn't do anything, I, I mean, I was trying to come up with a reasoning, why would this was happening to me? I could not figure things out. I'm like, I didn't steal any money. I didn't embezzle money. I didn't do anything legally wrong. And see, I had this philosophy. And so many people have this philosophy, Brian, that if you're unemployed by the, any, anybody, if you're unemployed by anyone, they owe you the right of employment. Oh, that's true. And I began to realize quickly that I was just a resource. And a resource can be fired or let go or downsized or right-sized in any fashion at any time. Mm-hmm. So that, that was my awakening moment. And then from there, I found self-development, Brian, and what I was reading, I loved. Wow. Now, in corporate America, you go through training or any type of job, there is training. But when someone would say, Carter, five years ago, are you diving into self-development books? I'm like, uh, do I get paid for that? Do, is it on the company's time? Because I don't, I don't have time for that. <laughs> and so this event caused me to look inside myself and reach really deep and look for something to help me. Look for anything motivational, spiritual, mental attitude, mindset that I could gravitate to. And I began to love what I was reading. And my life began to change in subtle ways. And from there, from personal development, you know, fast forward to 2014, I'm on a flight. I still have my, I still I have a new job now, corporate sales again. I get upgraded to first class and I hear this voice. And if your listeners don't believe in a higher power, that's okay. But I, for me, I hear the voice, what I know is God. And he says, write a book. Hmm. I have never, ever had that thought of, oh, I'm going to write a book one day. I'm going to do this one day, (laughs) right? And I have a conversation in my head. This this message, this voice says it two times. And then the second time, I begin to look around and begin to talk in my own head. Well, don't you know, I'm not an author. I didn't go to school to be an author. I don't have time. You need to have time to write a book. What am I going to write on? And all of the what ifs and this is not going to work and this is not, not going to work. And then I hear the voice again, Brian. I immediately go down in my bag. I pick up a five by eight notepad and I begin to sketch titles, possible titles of a book that I don't know how to write. I love it. <laughs> <It's great. laughs> 
I come home, I tell my wife about the story. She's like, what? And I say, which one do you like? And she's like, which one of what? She, I go, which one of these titles do you like? I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book. <laughs> she thought I had lost my mind. Oh, man. The next morning I woke up. It was about 4.15 in the morning. Brian, I just started write, I just started to craft something. And again, I didn't even know how to structure a book. I, I just started to take action. And from there, Brian, enough action was taken, obviously. My book was published in January. I started a company called Inspiration Insight, where we help individuals transform their mental makeup so they can reach and sustain achievement. There's a coaching practice now that I have. It's amazing. And I go back to the domino that started this was me being fired from my corporate job. And when that happened, I was angry. I was mad. I was upset. Why was this happening to me? I didn't understand, but now I do. Hmm. Wow. Thanks for sharing that, first of all, by the way. But that, that is an interesting scenario that so many people, you know, have stability in your life. You know, go get a job because it's... Uh, it's security, right? Which, of mm-hmm. course, you know, we know nowadays that's just not even re- that's not even remotely truth anymore. You know, jobs right. are like you said, anything. You just walk in one day and what what happened? Right. Well, we don't want you anymore. We're going to hire somebody cheap that's right out of college, or you know, whatever. I mean, there's just so many things like that that happen. I think it's so interesting though because you know you don't hear a lot of people who say, "Oh, you know, I lost a job." And then, boom, I'm going to get right back on my feet. I'm going to do this again. I'm going to go write a book and I'm going to inspire others. Usually what happens is they lose a job. They get depressed. They kind (laughs) of, you know, isolate themselves and then they kind of live a passive life. Yeah. And for me, I didn't know, you know, that firing was on a Friday. And then on a Monday, I was, of course, of (laughs) course. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Friday morning, eight eight o'clock. As soon as I get to the office, right yeah. I'm home by eight forty five. I'm like, what just happened here? A tornado <sighs> happened. But that Monday, I went and I sought some help. I, I got involved with a job transition group, and wow. we started working on. I mean, I just dug in. I didn't delay. I, I just dug in. I didn't know what the future was going to hold. I didn't have a child at the time. It's just my wife and I, and we had a sales car, or my car was taken away. So we had one car. I'm like, honey, I got to drop you off at work and I got to, you know, I have to do some networking meetings. I need to have a job, job interview here. So life was very different for us, but we evolved into that new life. But I took immediate action. Hmm. See, I find that very encouraging, by the way, because I, again, I, I'm guilty of something hits you and you kind of go into yourself for a while. I got to be honest. I'm not the kind of, well, I mean, I, you, sometimes I am. I'm the person that's like, I'm going to go take action right now. But I can't tell you that, you know, when bad things have happened on a Friday, for example, that Monday, I'm like right back out there taking action. I mean, like that, that's really admirable. Well, how did you do that? I got, I got to, I seriously have to ask that question. Like, how did you get motivated three days later? You know what? I think I've always had this attitude and this goes back to my parents and how they taught us. And, and, they, and my mom always said, no one's going to give you anything. You have to earn it. And so I was committed to say, you know what? They made a mistake. Yeah. I'm going to be a good employee somewhere else. And I'm just going to start. I don't know how, but I'll find something. Right? It literally took about three months, which is, I hear is very fast in the corporate yeah. or, you know, this corporate environment that I'm in. But I don't say it to boast about what I did, but I just had this mindset. I'm like, okay, this is terrible. 
Matter of fact, I had to go to the uh, unemployment office, which was, I was like, are you kidding me? Here I am. I'm a corporate guy. I'm in line at the employment office. That was an awakening. Yeah. And I was like, okay, (laughs) this spurred me. This fueled me. Yeah. So I'm very fortunate. The government did give me the monthly stipends or whatever, you know, to, to help. But boy, I tell you what, that was a true awakening for myself of being in, in corporate America. Hmm. Yeah. You know, when your back's against the wall, you do tend to do things faster and more efficiently than, you know, people who aren't just like, Oh, I'm cool. I'll just get it done mm-hmm. eventually and all that. So there's something to be said about that. But I, I like what you said. There was that awakening. And, and I also, by the way, I don't take this as you were placing blame per se, but I really liked what you said. They made a mistake. You were introspective. You were saying, I didn't do anything wrong that I know of. They didn't tell me I did anything wrong. I didn't steal, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Why did they fire me? They never told you. Uh, I actually got fired once from a job. Same thing. They never told me why. They just said, um, mm-hmm. you're no longer welcome here or something. And I was like, what, what did I do? I don't, and I asked them and they said yeah. they would never get back to me. They would never answer my question. And I'm like, I, I don't even know what I did wrong to this right. day. And this was, you know, 20 years ago or something now crazy. But, you know, it's like, I, I like what you said. They made a mistake. Yep. You're not holding it over them, but you're saying I can still be valuable somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. And, you know what? It, it, today, as I look back and, and someone, I had a friend to say that, hey, you know, everything will be, be okay in a couple of years. I'm like, oh yeah, whatever. You're not, you're not the guy that fired. But as I sit here today, we're talking, Brian, I don't think we would have met if this incident wouldn't have happened yeah. several years ago. Right. And so I, I'm a true believer that if we take command and we take action, we may not know the outcome, but we just try and we move forward every little, every day. I'm a firm believer in that. I love that. So tell me about your new business. I know you're still doing sales and stuff, yeah. but but tell yeah. me about this new thing because okay, I got to write a book. What am I going to do? I got to write. I have no idea, <laughs> no idea what I'm going to do here, but I got to right. write a book. You're yeah. doing this to inspire others because yeah. of what happened. But tell me about what this is all about and what you're doing for people. Yeah. So I quickly realized when I was writing a book, like, what do I have to share? What do I have to tell people? And I just, I was so authentic. I was so real. Some of the stories that are in the book, Brian, my parents knew some of the things, but I, I, (laughs) it's just like anything, right? But I go deep, I go deep into some things and they're like, Oh, I didn't know that happened to you, son. Like, well, yeah. And and I share (laughs) my wisdom, but but my my whole platform was that we all have waves. We go called waves, like the wave of water, Mm -hmm. the waves we go through. And it is how we go through those waves that will depict where we end up in our life. And so what I've done is I've, I've created a platform and this action plan that if someone would read the book, they would go through the 15 waves and they would have the game plan of, okay, here is how I can, can take control of my journey in life. I can begin to take the action steps that are needed to get myself through the waves. And so from this, there's a a guidebook that goes really deep into creating uh, what I'm calling the manifesto as, you know, we all go on a trip and uh, a ship, the captain has a manifesto. They know where they're going to go. That's exactly what I'm helping people do is knowing where they want to go and how should they go about doing that. So I've developed a one-on-one coaching program right now that is helping people achieve. I'm going to be honest, I've got some rock stars. Nice. (laughs) 
that I'm working with and I'm helping them achieve some big, I'm helping them think bigger. I have one client that is starting to think really big about opening her own restaurant and doing some things uh, there and I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm guiding her and I'm just helping her shape the mindset to get from narrow thinking to much bigger thinking. Yeah. Which is just amazing to see because she's an action taker. She implements and I was like, oh my gosh, she is going places because she's just implementing what I'm sharing with her, which is just incredible to see. And so this is all kind of like on the side. It's my side hustle. And it's becoming difficult to manage both. But God willing, I I am managing both today. But eventually I see myself being able to impact and inspire people and to lead bigger organizations go through transformation of their own working staff because I'm a believer that people bring things to work with them, right? So if things aren't going well in the household, guess what? You're bringing that into work and it's going to dampen and it's going to impact productivity on the job. So I really see this platform of Ty Turner's in personal life, Ty Turner's really coming into the business world. So it works with employee engagement and then helps with productivity. That's awesome. Now I got to say, I don't see a lot of people who have the traditional job doing these kind of things on the side, especially, you know, unless it's built into them and they're just like, you know, I do a job because I have to, but I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I don't know. It seems like you've kind of always grown up in the job industry. Would you consider yourself to be an entrepreneur at heart or is this just more of those? Yeah. I just have to do this. It's an entrepreneur at heart. Okay. Uh, I loved trying and new things and different, you know, I just love learning. And sure. so this is a learning on the job kind of thing, but I'm not scared of it. I, I'm not scared of it because I feel I was called to this mm-hmm. again. I, that's my belief. That's okay. That's just my card of Hall's belief. Sure. My belief is I, this voice told me to do this. This voice is telling me to to t- take the steps forward and to inspire and impact people so they can reach where they want to go. Because one day in life, we will all end up at a destination and we are going to either have regrets or we're going to say, dang it, you know what? I did the very best I could and this is where I wanted to end up and I ended up at this place. I love that. I got to tell you, I... <laughs> It's funny because uh, you start to see things, you start to listen and you start to observe and, and eventually you you hear a lot of the older generations right now who are reflecting on their lives and I, I've heard so many regrets mm-hmm. and I'm like, why? Why do you have these regrets? Like, what is it that caused these regrets? Mm-hmm. And then I see other people now, I guess it's been a couple months ago now, but I met a guy who uh, I believe is in his 80s and he's riding his bike to a coffee shop and he's talking mm-hmm. to everybody. <laughs> and I remember one of the things he said was, you know, first of all, one of the secrets is smile, uh, you know, laugh and smile. And, and then, of course, eating healthy. But one of the things he said is have no regrets. And right. I've lived with that motto for a while now, uh, just because of, you know, what I've gone through in my life. Right. I used to have regrets. And then I went through crap and went, um, no, <laughs> I don't I don't have any regrets. You know, and, and people will say, would you go and change that decision or make that you know choice differently? And I said, no, because I wouldn't be where I'm at today otherwise. So, you know, making a decision, whether it's right, I mean, ideally you're making the right decision, but even if you make a wrong decision, you're still making a decision and stand by it and learn from it and grow from it. But man, the regret thing just haunts people. 
just weighs ounces. It just <sighs> weighs you down. And yeah. and like this book, if I didn't take action, I know that I would just like, I would totally regret this. So like, oh, I wish I would have wrote, wrote that book. I wish I would have done this. Now, I didn't. When I, I have to be very clear, Brian, when I started to write the book, all I want to do is write the book. I mean, <laughs> yeah. because that's all I heard. It's like, just write the book. And so I started writing the book. And then one thing like, well, I guess I should have a website. <laughs> and I don't know how to do websites. Yeah. And I should have something that helps people guide them through the journey of the book. And so it just became to like mushroom and balloon. And, and here I'm like, I've got coaching clients. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> because I just never intended it to grow at this level. I just want to take the first step is to write the book. I love it. Now, when you're working with people, whether it's coaching clients or even, you know, if you've got people who have responded to your book, what do you think's the, you know, maybe the, I would say what's the most common thing, but you might even have a couple things that you've heard that people come to you with saying like, I have this need or this desire or, you know, whatever that is. Yeah. It's typically they want to do something more. Okay. But they blame it on, or they, I shouldn't say they blame, they point it to their past. Well, I, I did this and this didn't work out. Hmm. Like, okay. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's talk about that. <laughs> well, I, I did this and I did, did. And so they're, they're looking to their past to predict their future. Interesting. They said, well, the past is a predictor of your future. And I, I don't believe that. No, I agree. I, I don't believe that. See, many people don't agree with us <laughs> because yeah. they're like, well, no, this is what, this is what I've done. And this is where I can't do that because I failed. And I go, no, we have to change the input. We need to change. What is the input? How do you structure a day? And we go deep. I want to know what do you do day, hour by hour? Mm-hmm. Wait, why, why do I want to know that? I want to know what you're doing because you say you don't have time. Let's take a look right? What's important to you? You know, they rank their priorities. And then I say, okay, what percentage of time are you allocating to this? And we realize what they thought their priority was, it, it wasn't. And we begin to understand like, okay, well, let's, let's go back and analyze why this didn't go so well. Is wh- where did you put that on your, on your list of agendas? I, I didn't, I didn't make it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, but we don't take the time to self-reflect because it's like, okay, that didn't work next. That yeah. didn't work next, right? Yeah. In the book about the whole January's resolution crowd. And then when you, you know, it's about health and fitness and the gyms are packed, right? And then what happens in this time of the month? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. I love it. I love it because, you know, my, the gym is empty. I'm still going. But where did everybody else go? Yeah. Did they have something else to do? Oh, it's, it's just not a priority for them. Yeah, it, it didn't make it to their calendar. It, they didn't have a deep enough why, a deep enough emotional connection to why they wanted to do that in the first place. That's why it failed. And so there's something I developed called the seven layer why. And it's asking yourself, why is that important seven times? And when you do this, the individual, if they're truthful, they will dig deep right? And it could get emotional. And then that's truly when they've developed that emotional connection and they've got to that seventh layer. That's why they want to do what they want to do. I love that. I really like it. I'm kind of a big mindset person. When I was Mm -hmm. doing a profit cast, you know, I I talked a lot about mindset. Everyone's like, I want the nuts and bolts. And I said, yeah, but I'm a mindset guy. So I'm listening to you and I'm just going, I I seriously agree with everything you're saying because I've, I've been through so many things like this. And 
you know, and I understand that. And even back to what you were saying about people define who they are today or their future from their past, or they don't yes. do something because they failed in the past. And I mean, shoot, they say it in TV shows or movies constantly right. like your past <laughs> defines you. And if you've right. made that mistake, that's who you are or yes. you know, whatever. And I'm like, that is such a fracking lie. Like it is absolutely a lie and it doesn't define you. I mean, you can learn from your past, but right. it's who you become that yes. defines you, you know? And it's so interesting because I even look back, it's easy to look back at the successful things that I've done in my life and go, how come I was successful then? And I'm not as much today, for example, or how come I failed here? And you know what I'm saying? Like you just kind of, you start to compare, but I don't think that necessarily helps. I think you learn from it and you say, okay, what well, worked great. Now let's move on. You know, it's, right. a, it's a new day and age. I'm around different people. I'm older. I'm doing, you know what I'm saying? There's so many different right. things there, but yeah, yeah I, I, I so agree. Don't let the past define anyone. And I mean, geez, I'm, again, I'm here. I, I hear it all the time. I hear it just random conversations or, or people that I know will just, well, you know, I made this mistake 25 years ago or 30 years ago or 10 years ago or five, whatever. And they won't stop focusing on it. And I'm like, ah, but I like what you're talking about your, the priorities too, about ranking that man, you know, I'm a huge proponent for community and everybody's like, oh yeah, I love community, but Netflix is more important. Their alone time is more important. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. it's you know so regardless what people say they really want like you said even with the gym membership if they're still there yeah. in may consistently <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly and, and another thing i found out people don't respect what you don't inspect okay i'll say that again people don't respect what they don't inspect so if someone's trying to lose a, a weight challenge and this happened to me I would say, oh, I'm gonna, I want to lose ten pounds, right? But I would never keep track of my weight goals, yeah. right? Like, uh, like uh, uh, maybe every once in a while. Well, I did a test on myself. I said, okay, you know what? I want to lose ten pounds, and every single week I would track my progress. Every single week, and then I knew if I had a bad week because I was just not eating right, I'm not eating gymmas. I'm like, oh, yep, there it goes. Mm. Now people say, well, that's anal. Well, why would you do that? Why would you track? Because you're tracking. Now your mind has to begin to work like, okay, you said you were going to lose this and it's not. So you need to change what you did from last week to this week. And I was able to achieve it. It's all about respecting what you inspect. And once you get that practice down, now your mind begins to work for you. I love that. That's actually something I was thinking about recently, Um, you know, because with Fridays, I talk a lot about, you know, movies and and TV shows and stuff like that here on the show, but I don't like dark shows and movies. And once in a while, I'll get somebody saying, you know, why, why not? You know, like I, I love walking dead. How come you don't like it or whatever? And I try to explain why. And sometimes it doesn't really make a lot of sense to people, but what you just said there, respecting what you inspect. So if I'm watching a TV show that, for example, is dark, I'm inspecting that TV show over and over and over. What does that happen? I'm filling my mind with stuff that will affect me one way or the other. Absolutely. if I'm watching something dark or depressing or whatever, then I'm probably going to be affected in a way that makes me darker and and depressed and everything else. Yes. So I I agree. I think that, you know, inspecting what you do or what you fill your mind with even, I think is, is so important. Oh, it's so important. My wife and I were just like, we were watching something and they're like, why is this? Why are they making movies like this? Who's watching movies like this? Like they're dark. And we're like, yeah. we're not going. My wife and I would never do that. Yeah. And no, she's like, I'm like, well, it's selling. People like that. It's an escape. It's an escape from the reality of today. From boredom. From boredom. Yeah. And, and, 
And people are like, well, I'm going to go to that because it's so dark and people are getting killed. And I know that that's not reality. But you're absolutely right what you said, Brian, because we begin to t- – our mind is such – I call it a sponge. It begins to soak up whatever we put in it. Whatever we put in it. It could be, oh, yeah. it could be visual. It could be auditory. It begins to see, but then begins to work within us like the stew, right? And we were putting all this stuff in. And one of the things I talk about in the book, Brian, is I remove myself from news. Oh, so yeah. I, I, do not <laughs> follow, I do not listen to news. I do not, I do not watch the news. I do not hear the news. And I've been chastised hmm. for taking that stand. Well, you're not an American. Oh, geez. <laughs> wow like that, that's really interesting somebody said that to you oh yeah and i'm like well, well how do you know you know what's going on in the in the, in the country well somebody will tell me exactly yeah. someone else what because people yep. always are always talking about what's happening in the country yep. what's going on and so i get my news that way but yeah. i don't invest <laughs> i don't invest my time because i i don't want to i don't want that yeah. to d- disrupt what the good stuff i'm putting in my mind oh yeah well, I mean, when's the last time you've heard the news go, you know, so-and-so just did this amazing thing and saved 15 lives or, you know, bettered someone else's life or spoke on this. You don't hear that. You're like, man no. murdered today. And everyone's like, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. It was Cincinnati. People were shot or I don't know. Something happened in Cincinnati over the weekend, right? Yeah. In a nightclub. I'm like, oh my, you know, like, you know, people, people are talking about that. Yeah. But I, I chose not to feed and, and like, did you hear about it? I'm like, uh, no, what happened? <laughs> Um, we we really are adrenaline junkies in a way because I, I really truly believe the reason why people love, you know, the negative news and, and, and the dark shows and movies and everything like that is seriously goes back to the fact that they are in some level bored in their life, whether yes. they're bored in their jobs, whatever. I mean, whatever it is. And, and I'm not blaming these people because they may not even know it because I've been there. I understand it. Mm-hmm. You're bored. You're like, eh. Yeah. I need something to kind of spark my emotions or, you know, get that yeah. rise, that adrenaline. And that's why, you know, you, you watch the news is because, well, even though it's negative, at least it's it's creating some kind of an emotion that I don't normally have. Right. Mm-hmm. I was not the same person. You know, this is yeah. a different. This is a this is Cardiff 2.0 version. But the original Cardiff. Nice. Oh, my gosh, man. I, I, I watched the news. I took in all the dark stuff and and my life was OK. I was bored. Yeah, right? I was bored. Totally. I was, yeah, comfortable life, uh, married, great, go on vacations, but there was something missing, and it was my passion. I wasn't living out what I was called to do. Yeah. And I truly believe that. I believe everybody on this planet has a gift, whatever that gift is for them, and they need to find and they need to explore that gift and share that gift. In, in your job, in the world, wherever they can share that gift. But everybody has a gift. I agree. That's honestly kind of one of the biggest points to The Real Brian Show. And one of the reasons that I have that intro that I have is that, you know, everybody is a superhero in some way or another. We have that, like you, I love what you said, they have that gift, that strength, that talent, whatever people call it. We all need to use it and share it with people one way, even if it's only with a couple people at a time. Like some people go, well, Oh my gosh, I don't want to reach, you know, millions of people or I don't want to stand on stage. It's like, but what about the people in your community? What about the people you go to coffee with or hang out with? Do you use your gift and impact anyone at all? Right. I love what you said there. Thanks, man. So yeah, I, 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 I believe that. Yeah, I know. It just pains me when I hear, how's your job? It's okay. <laughs> you know, when I hear it, it's living okay. Living a dream. Yep. Or, or living a dream. Hey, well, I was oh, living a dream, man. You know what? 
uh, bored, bored, and bored. Yep. They're, they're unfulfilled. They're not doing what they like to do. And they're just coasting through life. They're drifting through life. Let me ask you this. Why do you think any of us, because like you said, you've been there, I've been there. Why do we get to a point in where life, in our life where we're saying, oh, you know, living the dream or hey, jobs all right. <laughs> you know, we're bored. How do we get to that point? Why? What, what's going on here? Uh, I, I just think there's a thing that says change. And for me, it was like, okay, there's going to be change if I get out of my nice, comfortable cushion, my drifting mode. And people don't like change, right? Yeah, that's true. I didn't like being fired. That change happened to me instead of me creating the change. See, there's a big difference. You know, that change happened to me instead of me creating the change. If I need to create the change, then there's all the stuff I have to do. And quite frankly, I, people just say, you know what? When is my next TV show on? I, I want to watch that. Mm-hmm. You know, they just have that, you know, hey, I, I, I did my job. I worked my nine to five. I did my job. It, it's my time now. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. It's your time. It's how you choose to fill your time that can get you from I'm okay, life is eh, to oh my goodness, life is amazing. There's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And and a lot of times I think we get stuck in that bored phase and so we buy things or we, like you said, watch TV oh. or we play games or you know whatever mm-hmm. it is that makes us a little bit happier. And yes. then, uh, you know, you, you don't really think about the pain at that point or, or the, the boredom for that matter, you know, whatever it is, but yeah, you're right. And I don't think a lot of people ever really get out of that until they, like you said, go back to, to what you said there, you know, uh, people don't respect what they don't inspect. And right. until they inspect, do I like my job? Do I have a future? Do I impact anyone? Do I, do I help anyone? Do I even have a purpose on this earth with which, you know, yes you do, but right. are you seeing it? Do you know you have that? Um, you know, that, you like in inspecting any of those things, unless yeah. you inspect those things and yeah, you're just kind of an autopilot. There's no doubt. I'm talking because I was one of them. I, oh, I was yeah. a drifter. Oh, yeah. I, I, are you kidding me? I would never think about like, oh yeah, I got my fans or okay, my 401k is good, but I would like, where am I going in my life? Yeah. You know, what am I doing? You know, like and, and it just became just so routine. And I talk about the story about a hamster and the hamster just goes in his wheel and it just goes around and around and around and around and around. And that's what life is like as a drifter. It just goes around and all of a sudden somebody has to reach inside and grab the little guy out for him to stop the wheel. Yeah. And sometimes that could be a firing. It could be something that's dramatic in your life, but there is an awakening that happens. And unless we don't cause it, it may happen to us regardless, but we have to somehow deal with it. We have to kind of go through that. It's a big passion of mine to stop people from drifting and to say, you know what, let's transform your mental makeup. What is something you've always wanted to do? You had no limitations. What would you do? Oh, I, well, I do this and this. Okay, what's stopping you? Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't have enough money. I don't know how to do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, those are overcomable. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Now, I, I appreciate that so much because I, I have a passion for this too. And I think it's really great that we had a chance to talk today because, you know, I have a huge passion for seeing people to, like I've said, become superheroes really in their own right and to really move beyond that passive, apathetic, bored life that a lot of us have fallen into. Because again, I've been there. I remember saying 10 plus years ago, 
I hope this isn't all there is. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, totally. And yes. I went through crap yes. and everything else. And all of a sudden it ended up being a, a, oh my gosh, you know, same, same kind of thing, you know, where you go through a painful situation, but now it's like, I don't have regrets. You know, I am doing what I meant to do and no, it's not easy. You know, yes, there is a challenge constantly. I'm always working hard at this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people ask me like, well, Carter, how are you doing all this? <laughs> and you know what? I got to say, it's, a, it's my belief in God. But it's also my foundational mental mindset. I'm very focused. I'm going through JLD's mastery journal. Nice. And I found out as my score is increasing every 10 days, right? I'm going through that. But I'm making small adjustments, right? I've turned off every notification on my phone Yay. when I'm in focus time, right? Me but too. you see, you see, Brian, but I didn't I didn't do that little tat, little trick. Before I was, oh, I'd be doing, oh, okay, oh, someone text me, oh, what, 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 let me, you see, we wake up and we respond to other people's agenda. And so in the morning, several years ago, I was responding to other people's agendas because I, you know, I've heard you talk about what you did, Brian, where you're like, no, I'm not plugging into social media. I'm not looking at email. And that's, I don't do that either. I don't start my day off looking at someone else's agenda. I focus on, okay, meditation, mindset, go. Right. And so I'm finding myself making small adjustments, but my productivity is increasing. And that's how I'm getting a lot more done. It's because I'm making small adjustments consistently over time. And Darren Hardy talks about that in his book, Compound Effect, consistent progress over time. You will get where you want to go. I love that. And I'm glad you're doing that. It's good to see others have taken that intentional focus, you know, and, and gotten rid of the distractions and other people's agendas and stuff. And, you know, as you, as you know, that's something I just did recently. And so it's, yes. it's been very exciting. And I got to tell you, my, my life has improved in so many ways. My attitude is better. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I mean, everything is better. My sleep's better. You know, I'm finally yeah. getting more done. The fact that I was able to go to three days a week with the real Brian show, you know, is a, a testament to that as well. And oh. so it's, it's just so, so true. And not to mention, What's interesting, and this was kind of a a side effect that I didn't expect, it's given me more confidence when Mm. dealing with other people because, you know, I'm not to say this obviously selfishly, but I say I have to start my day right. I have to put my priorities first. I have boundaries. And then, yes, I'd love to help out other people, but that's not the first thing that I do. And so what happens is it makes me less available which also builds confidence to know that, you know, I do only have so much time and energy that I can give to people. So mm-hmm. therefore, I want to give people my best, but that means I can only give so many people and so many tasks my best as well. And like I said, as a side effect, my confidence is raised up, which has been unexpected, but very cool. Yeah. It's been great because you're not jumping into someone else's agenda and folks are like, oh, I, oh they yeah. want this. Like those people will want things from you all the time. Oh, constantly. And- I mean, again, I, I, I'm just telling you, I've been there because <laughs> no, I, wake up, I, check, <laughs> I, I, check, I check my email and then I'm, and then I'm like, oh, so I, I have to get back to my boss. Or I have to get back to this person. Yeah. Like, no. And I just have this attitude and like, no, no, the morning begins, belongs to me. Yeah. I command what I do and, and don't do. I command what I put into my mind. Remember, because our, our minds are this sponge mm-hmm. and it's going to soak up things. And, and I'm very particular and especially evening time. I will I do my gratitude in the evening and I write down what did I learn in my journal for the day? What did I learn today? Hmm. When I really ha- I focus on those things, what did I learn today? And I write down what I'm grateful for for three things. Whatever pops in my mind. Now as I go to sleep, my mind is soaking in what I just read. 
what I just wrote. And I've been, I've been more happier. It's a testament. The amount of gratitude you have, the more happy you are, the more confidence you're going to build with oneself. And, you know, that's how you get through life. I'm going to start doing that, by the way, writing down what I learned at the, uh, at the end of the day, write yeah. down what I learned that day. I think that's awesome. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I do that every that's night. Every, great. Every, that's every great. Night. What they learn. And sometimes I have to stretch my, I'm like, okay, did I learn anything today? Yeah. I'm like, it forces you to be aware throughout the day and just paying attention to whatever you're doing. Am, yeah. am I learning or am I, am, I, am I just going through the motions? Let's learn. Yeah, to- that's so true. Yeah. Man. All right. Let's do this. So I'm going to do something a little different, which will make it kind of fun. Usually okay. I ask, we'll wrap up this, uh, this chat with this question here. But um, the idea of, I asked the question, what one, two or three things have you done to set yourself apart and succeed? But let's kind of pair that with what you've done, but also what you might even recommend and encourage others to do. Yeah. So I think we talked about this. It starts with the morning routine. It's important. Mm -hmm. So for me, Brian, you've talked about your morning routine on the show, but for me, it's all about mindset, controlling my mind in the morning and doing meditation. Now I also journal as well. I want to be honest with you. (laughs) I thought journaling was for someone else. (laughs) (laughs) Not for me. I'm like, are you kidding me? Cardiff has a journal and he's writing down thoughts. Yes. I, because that captures your inspiration, captures what you are, want to do for the day or whatever. But it starts out with how you prepare your mind you know, for the day as you set out for your day. So I think that's important for people to do that. If, if they don't meditate, I just don't say that's not for me. I would say try it for 30 days. See if you have more energy. And you don't have to meditate for 30 minutes. Meditate for five minutes, seven minutes. I personally meditate for 16 minutes. Hmm. It's just an odd time. Yeah. I say every day, 16 minutes, and I put my phone on. I find uh, waves because I love the beep sound and, and rain. So I, I, put, that, I put, my, put that on, uh, focus at will, and I, and I shut my eyes, and I just meditate. I, I just close my eyes, and I just meditate. So I would say meditation practice, journaling practice, and then my second bucket would be to be a constant learner. Oh man, I was just reading an article about CEOs and CEOs read, what do they tell Like a book, of, almost two books a month. It was crazy. What I, I'm like, I read, <laughs> but I'm not, I don't read at that level, right? So uh, you don't have to compare yourself to a CEO, but you need to start reading. 15 minutes a day, if you read 15 minutes a day, you would have read over a million words in one full year. That is a stat. That's statistically proven. Think about what you could learn in one full year if you read 15 minutes. Yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah. Everybody can find 15 minutes. So I would say be a consistent learner. If you don't like to physically read, then use audiobooks. Audible is, is, is growing by oh, leaps yeah. and bounds. Yeah. So if you're a reader, a physical handbook uh, or, or audible. And then my last kind of would be to implement. So whatever you read, you have to be able to implement. Now, you don't need to implement everything, but you need to implement whatever he or she talked about. If you're reading a self-help book or reading a how-to book. So take the time to implement. Right now, I'm going through uh, Michael Hyatt's Living Forward book and uh, uh, Daniel Harkavy. Mm-hmm. 
living forward about how to craft a life plan. You know, uh, it's I'm doing that again. I've already ha- I already have my kind of manifesto, which ties into my Tide Turners book. But I wanted to check out how does his life plan up stack up to my life plan to my manifesto. And it's a fantastic book. It's a guide, but it allows you to go through it step by step by step. Yes, it takes more time to go through the book, but you're implementing immediately what you're reading. And I'm a firm believer that people that get ahead or the people that succeed or quote unquote on how that person or you define success, they implement quickly. They don't wait to say, oh, well, well, that was a good book. Um, well, that doesn't really apply to me, so I'm not going to do anything about it. No, they implement not everything, but they are taking something away from what they read or, or heard and they're implementing quickly. Mm, I love that. You know, and it's true because I, I find people who make quicker decisions tend to move forward in life. And, and like we've said earlier, look back less on regrets, if any at all, versus those who sit there and hem and haw over things. Yeah, absolutely. I guess my last thing is it's just it's all about attitude. Yeah, it's the you may not be able to be responsible for everything that happens to you, but you are responsible for your attitude and how you respond. Now you're like, well, Cardiff, listen, my friend's got cancer. Like, okay, yeah, get that. How are you going to hand? I mean, how, how are you, how's your mindset going to be? Is your mindset like, whoa, my friend's dad always like, you know, let's, we're going to, we're going to do everything. I'm going to love on him or her. I'm going to show up, filled up. I'm going to do whatever I can to help him or her go through what they need to go through. I am a champion. I will be there. That's a different mindset from, uh, whoa, wow, this is going to happen. My friend. Yeah. It's a different mindset. Yeah. And, and, and why is it that two people can do the same thing and one can have a better outcome than the other? To me, it's all about attitude. Yeah. Be able to control your attitude. You're responsible for it every day. Oprah Winfrey has uh, a sign that says, you're responsible for your attitude in this space. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's so awesome. But you're, you're absolutely, she is absolutely right. We are responsible for the attitude we bring into any space. Any space. You know, thank you so much for sharing this, seriously, because... And you're welcome, man. I, yeah, I, I think it's so funny because here you're talking about all these things that I've, I've talked about on the show too, which I really, really love and appreciate. And you're, you're yeah. so right about this stuff. This is the kind of stuff that I'm constantly trying to work on, you know, having that positive, healthy attitude, you know, taking action quickly, being a constant learn. I mean, so many wonderful things there. So I, yeah. I, I agree wholeheartedly that doing these things will create success and will create at least forward momentum and have less if, mm-hmm. if ideally no regrets. All right. Yeah. Tell me how uh, we can get in touch with you and, and read all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So you can go to my book website. The book website is called Tide Turners. It's T-I-D-E Turners with an S, T-U-R-N-E-R-S.com. You can get a lot of information about the book. Um, you'll, you'll see some people that have endorsed it greatly. And then you can also connect with me on my my, my channel, my, my social channels, which are Cardiff D. Hall, C-A-R-D-I-F-F-D Hall. And then um, for those of you that want to check out what I'm doing, with the uh, guidebook and tight turners, head over to cardiffdhall.com and you can pick up your free guidebook, which goes very deep into personal reflection, being able to take control of oneself, do ones, do an analysis of yourself and to see and to gain that momentum you need to alter and change your course. And it doesn't matter if you, you, you where you are, just know that you can change the course. Doesn't matter if you're, you know, crushing it. You're hitting things out of the ballpark. There's something for everyone to to pick up in this book. 
I love it. I'm excited. I'm going to go check it out too. So awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Cardiff, thank Thanks, you so man. much for your time. Thank you. Oh, I loved this conversation. Oh, I know this... we could have continued to talk for a long I know time. We so. could. I know we could. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to do a part two. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been an honor, Brian. Uh, when I, when I heard you, I'm like, I have to reach out to you because you have that vibe. You have that presence, that attitude, which just, just screams over the, over the, the, the waves of the internet positivity. <laughs> and I'm like, I got it because I'm, I'm not, I seek people to be around. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And then it's like, I got to put you in my podcast and started to, to listen. I'm like, I love the show. I'm starting to share with my friends and my community. I oh, appreciate that. So, yeah. So anything I do, I will, I will continue to uh, talk very highly about the real Brian show, which needs, you said you need, you need a, a, a name for your nation. I don't know what the nation's yeah. going to be. <laughs> I know the, the best one I came up with was uh, TR Beasters, which is not it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll work on it though. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I gotta know because I, I want to be one of them. I oh, want to be one oh, of them. No, I appreciate that. You will be. I appreciate that. Well, Cardiff, awesome. thank you, man. Awesome. Thanks, Brian. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it, bud. I hope that was super, super encouraging to you and helpful as well. And I'll tell you what, you know, something I, I've done this before on other podcasts. I'll do it here. Feel free to reach out. Uh, we used to do this a lot on Aero Squad was, you know, just contact us. You can send a speak pipe message. I have that on the website, by the way, which is an audio message. You can, you know, record an MP3 and send it to me. You can shoot me an email. I don't care. It's up to you, really, however you want to, to, to get in touch. But I would really love to hear from you. And in fact, you know, some of you said, well, what do you want to hear from me about? Here's something I'd love to hear from you about. Where are you at right now? Did this impact you in any way, shape or form? Is there, you know, a scenario in your life right now where you're like, or maybe maybe you've been in a scenario recently where you're going, man, you know what? I, I really am having a tough time right now or I'm, I'm struggling with this or, uh, you know, I would like to achieve more contentment or happiness or joy or success or money or whatever. I got to tell you, probably one of the most common things that I hear from people is I need to make more money, uh, which I find interesting. Obviously, this is not a show about money or business, but um, you know, there's some great tips in here that we talk about that you can certainly apply to money and business, but it's more life-based. But I tell you what, that is a pretty big need right now. Why? What's going on with that? I would love to get to the root of that. I'm wondering, is it that jobs in America or in general, you know, money in general, like the cost of living is outweighing what we're bringing in. Is that what's going on? Is it that we're not trained as well anymore? Is it that we're lazy? Is it that there's some mindset issue that's, I mean, I, I seriously would like to know why is it that money right now is such a struggle for so many people? Now, that's not the main question I wanted to ask. That's just a question I have because it's something I've heard a lot, but I would like to know where you're at right now. If you're comfortable sharing, I'd love to hear from you. Let me know. Let me know if this inspired you, if this helped you. And uh, let's have some victory stories. Let's have some things saying, hey, this is where I'm at right now. And I'm trying to figure this out. And, um, you know, I'm going to apply something that Cardiff, for example, said today. And then let's hear the success story. Let's hear what's going on here. I'd really appreciate that. Special thank you, by the way, to Emily O'Leary for writing the blog posts. Every episode. It's so incredible. And Josh Rivers of PodcastGuyMedia.com for taking care of the editing and the production of the Wednesdays and Friday episodes. I really, really appreciate that. And of course, we'll be back on Friday for Anything Goes. You know what that means. Fun like crazy. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I am The Real Brian. I'm signing off. See ya. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.